Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is the 8th of August. That means we're in week number 32, week number 6 for the quarter. Let's see what's shaking loose. I'm not going to go into too much detail of what we already have. Just look, take a look at the last couple of days with Ford. Ford had an up day yesterday, 1294. Now, remember, we got our positions at um, 13, I believe. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't sell my 13 options on Ford. Well, let's get to selling them. Apparently, they didn't go through yesterday. So let's see what they're wanting today. 12 cents for the 13s? No, let's do that. Now I have how many? 9,100. Okay, that's uh, quite a bit. 9,100 at 12 cents. So I'm going to sell 91 contracts, the F100s. Those are the weeklies. 11 August 23, 13 call to open. Okay, I can deal with that. I don't even know how much money that's going to be. But let's quickly take a look at that again, just, you know, for the fun of it. All right, that's 1100 bucks. All right, that works. I can go home. See you later. All right. Next on the list is KMB, which is Kimberly Clark. Kimberly Clark had an up day yesterday, outstanding $128.58. Where are we with Kimberly Clark? The 130s. Ooh, got to keep my eye on that one. Um, PPG. PPG had a nice update yesterday. The 143.26. Ooh, didn't I sell the 143s? I did. I sold the 143s. Okay. I'm really going to keep my eye on that one because I'm into PPG at 150.62. Now, I didn't think it would make that big of a jump on a Monday, but apparently it did. So let's see how it shakes loose. Target is next on the list, TGT. Target dropped yet again yesterday to 131.94. Okay, now where am I with Target? I sold the 135s. It dropped down to 36 cents. So, hypothetically speaking, I could buy it back at 36 and sell the 134s or the 133s. Let's see what those look like. Target. Okay, the 133s are going for 93 cents. So if I buy them back at 36 or whatever the hell they are, and I sell the 133s, nah, that's a little too close. How about we just leave it alone because we're already over our 1% for the week. And X, which is U.S. Steel. They had an update yesterday. Gotta love it. 24.33. Now, I'm into um, U.S. Steel at 25.001. How do you count one-tenth of a, of a penny? It's $25 and one-tenth of a penny. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, I sold the 25 calls. Uh, if it goes above 25, great, fine, dandy. All that nice, neat, fun stuff. 
Okay, so that's a quickly going down through the positions that I have here. Let's quickly check into GM because I do have GM in a different account. That's one of my staple stocks. I just buy those because they're freaking bulletproof. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so I'm into it at 39.5. I sold at 37.5, and, and it's currently sitting at 37. I'm okay with it. Last but not least, Ford. I'm into Ford on this particular count at 15.21. Now I sold the 13 and a halfs. Okay, fine dandy. Didn't bring a lot in. And I didn't sell them for this week. I sold them for next week because this week the 13 and a halfs were like two cents. And by the time I bought and sold them, I would actually be owing money for the uh, commissions. So it just wasn't working out for me. That being said, those are all the positions that I have. So let's jump in and take a look at what is on the chopping block for today. All right. We already did the Dividend Kings. We already did everything on Warren Buffett's list. Now we're looking at companies that are over 100 years old. Johnson Johnson, we already did. Aflac. A-F-L. A-F-L. Ouch. I'm going to pass on this one right away. And I'm going to run the numbers and you'll see why. A year ago today, they're at 59.48. They got a triple bottom at 56.03. And that was all towards the middle and end of September last year. This thing kindly went up, hit a trading range between 70 and 73, went that way for a couple of months, dipped down to 60, and then shot up to where it is today. 77.95. She closed off yesterday, but yesterday hit a high, 78.43. Now, 78.43 is the 52-week high. Could it go higher? Yeah. But has it been in this territory before this year? No, it has not. It's never been this high before. Okay. Now, unfortunately, seasonality shows that it's still in a continuous uptrend. But what does that mean? Whoops. I'm going to analyze and find out exactly what the book value on Aflac is. Since that's seventy-seven ninety-five at this moment, the book value is. 50% of that, which is 37. Okay. Now, everything is pointing to a yes, except the fact that it's at a 52-week high. I don't know about you guys, but I get a little uncomfortable of trying to capture new highs. Okay, so the bid is 76.90 and the ask is 78.24, which is, you know, indicating that the market maker wants it to go up higher. But I'm going to pass on that one because I don't stand on a ladder reaching for the sky. KHC, Kraft Heinz, another company over 100 years old. KHC, here we go with the numbers for Kraft. I think we looked at this yesterday, but it's worthy to look at it again. A year ago today, 37.88. We got our double bottom at the 32.79 area towards the middle and end of September and beginning of October. We got a double high in January, the beginning of January, at 42.78. Oh, the last few weeks, 
30 days ago, we're sitting at 35.65. 30-day high was two weeks ago at 36.67. And 30-day low was yesterday at 34.95. Okay, what does ketchup usually do this time of year? Yeah, downtrend. I'm going to say no. It usually goes down this time of year. Here's a good reason why. What does ketchup make? Mustard, mayonnaise, um, salad dressings. And what do you usually use those for? Salad, sandwiches, hot dogs, stuff like that. Um, towards the beginning of the summer. Not the end of the summer. The end of the summer, the stock price goes down. So we're officially at you know the middle of the summer going towards the end. All right, so SPGI is next on the list. Spaghetti, SPGI. I have no idea who they are. I'm just going to call them spaghetti because that's what it looks like. We're going to pass on this one because $390 per share. SPGI, $390, and they have a book value of $110. Okay. I don't see why they're at $390. The book value is only $110. So I'm going to pass on that one. Next on the list is NOC at Northrop Grumman, isn't it? Yeah, Northrop Grumman. Here we go. A defense contractor. 471 a year ago. They're sitting at 436. Normally this time of year, Northrop Grumman goes up a little bit, then goes sideways for a couple of weeks. But we're going to pass on this one because we don't do 400 all stocks. Bummer. Okay, so we've looked at all the dividend kings. We looked at all the dividend achievers. We looked at all the Warren Buffetts. We even looked at the companies over 200 years old. So for the fun of it, let's check out some triple plays. What's a triple play, you ask? That is a company that has its EX date this Friday, which means you have the possibility of buying it today, selling someone the option to buy it from you, collecting the premium, and considering the option won't expire until Saturday, there's a possibility. I'm not saying there's a guarantee. There's a possibility of you gaining the, um, the dividend also. Over that, you have the possibility of uh, collecting any difference between the purchase price and the strike price. All right. So before I was rudely interrupted by scam likely, my buddy who calls me at the most inconvenient times, we got three to look at. KR, which is Kroger. LLY, which is Eli Lilly, and UPS, which we all know who that is. So let's take a look. Kroger's paying a 26 cent dividend. KR into the trade grid. Nice. A year ago today at 47.13. We got the yearly high at 52 and the yearly bottom at 41.90. Okay, the last 30 days. 30 days ago, we're at 47.20. We hit a 30-day low two weeks ago. High of the 30-day period was yesterday. We got some space to do the 50. Because it's sitting right now at 49.81. Let's take a quick look at Kroger. Seasonally speaking, we've got two more weeks. This baby's going to continue to go up for the next two weeks. Not that it's guaranteed. Make sure you listen to me. But historically speaking, it has gone up this time of year. KR into the 
trade grid, 49.80. Okay, so we got a bid, 49.80 by 49.82. Now check this out. It's not the greatest in the world, but the 50, if you bought it right now at the market, 49.82, and you sold the 50, you'd collect 16 cents. You'd collect another 13 cents if she goes above 50 by Friday, which I'm not 100% sure. The triple play doesn't really look that good. You got a 16 cent premium that you can collect. 14 cent difference between the strike price and the purchase price. And then the dividend is 26 cents. I don't know. It's a lot of risk for a lousy 26 cents and then another 13 cents on top of that. Even combining the two together, you what, 1%? Then you throw the premium on there, then it's like 1.2, 1.25. I don't know. And you're buying it at the EX date, which means come Monday, more than likely, she's going to open up for less. And it does have to go above 50. Could it do it? Yes, but it's at a 30-day high at this moment in time. So can it continue? Maybe. we got a 52-week high at 51.94. And then we got a... Triple high at 50.39. I don't know. That's a little close for me. I think I'm going to pass on Kroger. Let's take a look at Eli Lilly. L-L-Y. Uh, yeah, we're going to say no. <laughs> Eli Lilly, 505.63. Yeah, no thanks. UPS. Okay, UPS sounds interesting. A year ago, we're at 197.72. We got the 52-week high, high of the year, was 819. That was August 19th. That was at 209. We got a, our bottom for the year at 154.99. Basically went sideways all year. Okay, the 30-day high for UPS was two weeks ago. Okay, and that was 192.98. Okay, yesterday was a halfway decent day, settling at a 181. Kind of gave you the impression of a new bottom at the 180.57 area. But no, today she opens up at 183 and then drops to 178, which is where she's at right at this moment in time. But for the fun of it, let's take a look at the numbers anyway. Um, seasonally speaking... I think he's got another two weeks to go up before she settles back down. Okay, so it's a possibility. Increase two more weeks. I can understand that. I can appreciate that. Let's take a look at the numbers for UPS. 176.86 at the moment. We have 178.55 by 178.96. That's a big spread. When you have spreads that big, it gives you the impression that there's not a lot of volume. All right, so at the market, the 179, okay. So 179.57, where it's at right now. The 180 is going for 171. Okay, so that's a possible one, a little bit less than a 1%. Or you could pop it up just a little bit and get a 1% for the premium. And you'll also be able to collect the difference if it goes up above 180 by the end of the week between the strike price, 180, and the purchase price, $179.50. Let's take a look at the market, the book value of UPS. It's almost a $200 stock. Yeah, 
23 bucks for a market price. I don't know. It seems a little risky to me. So I'm going to pass on that one also. So the three possible triple plays don't look happy to me because UPS is in a down spin for today at this moment in time. She continues to go down. Yesterday was a halfway decent day. It gave us the impression that there was going to be some kind of solidification. Would you like that word? Looks like it's going to form a new bottom, but apparently not because it's going past it today. So all that being said, it looks like we're basically done for the day. Unless we can find some more trades. Um, now, we've looked at everything there is to look at. Ooh, ETF dividend player payers. No, none of those. High volume stocks. Ooh, NOC. Yeah, we already looked at that one. It's the only one there. 100 euros. We did that one. Weekly optionables. Quite a bit. Johnson Johnson Affleck. HBI. Never heard of HBI. Yum. We talked about Yum a while ago. They're paying 57 cents. Now, Yum, Y-U-M, used to be a dividend king until one of the um, CEOs decided not to increase dividends one time. So they get back to the drawing board, starting back at it one, you know? <laughs> I don't know where they are now. They're probably like five or ten at the moment. But a year ago today, they're at 118. Got the bottom at 103.80. That was back in October of last year. And then 143.24, which was in April 28th of this year. Now, she's been going sideways for the past couple of months. Okay, a month ago today... We're sitting at 133.77. We got a high two weeks ago at 139.39. And the low for the last 30 days was last Wednesday at 132.52. Okay, so we're sitting at 134.54 at this moment in time. Um, seasonally speaking, this baby goes sideways for the next month and a half. Hypothetically speaking... I really hate having to repeat myself with that. I don't give advice. I just show you what I'm doing type scenario. Okay, so that's yum. So let's see what the numbers look like for yum. Monthly only. Damn it. Wait a second. If they're on my CBO weekly chart, what the hell is it doing there if it's a monthly? I hate when that happens. SWKS. Is that Stanley Black & Decker? Hold one second. Skywork solution. All right. SWKS. SWKS. I've never heard of them before. So I'm probably going to skip on this one. Plus, it's in a downspin this time of year. So. I can't really see anything that jumps out at me. So, we're going to call it for a day. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by 10-Minute Trader, where my main focus is obtaining a safe, secure, and predictable 1% per week. Now, we've already made our 1% for the week. Everything else is just gravy. Hope you guys are doing fine. If you have any questions, just send them on in, and I'll answer them as best I can when I can find them. You guys have a great day. Talk to you again tomorrow.
Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.